Hello and welcome. This is Pastor Terry, and I'd like to welcome you to my Bible study podcast. This daily podcast is a place where we take the teachings of Scripture seriously, but ourselves, not so much. Join us as we dive into the sacred words of the Bible. Each time we read, we pray, we change the world. Welcome to Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. Welcome to today's podcast. It is uh, Tuesday, May the 24th, 2022, and uh, so glad to have you on. It uh, It's kind of the last week of school here in uh, Pinellas, Hillsboro, Pasco County, so, you know, here in our area, wrapping up the school year, uh, a lot of kids don't even have to go because they've, you know, they've, opt- they've opted out of the exams, so they don't need to take them. So it's kind of starting to, starting to feel a little bit like summer, you know what I mean? And so on that, a little programming note, y'all, I mentioned it yesterday, but starting next week after Memorial Day, I won't be on on Memorial Day, but um, on Tuesday, I'll be back, uh, but it'll be just, it'll be podcast only throughout the summer. So this will be the last week on Facebook and Instagram for a little while, uh, then it'll go podcast only. So brush off that Apple account that spotify account or anchor or google or amazon music however you listen to the podcast um get that all brushed off ready to go for next week and we'll be uh following through um continuing on with the podcast through uh the summer uh with just the podcast only not the uh not the live video feeds so we'll pick back up in the fall and i think what we're going to do i think you know i'm thinking i want to mix it up a little bit I want to mix it up a little bit in, in June. And so I think what I'm going to do is like a proverb a day through the month of June. I'm going to go through the book of Proverbs in June. You know, a proverb, uh, a chapter of Proverbs a day. So if you want to be on board with that, uh, hop over to the podcast starting in June. Um, that'll be our time of daily, uh, our daily reading and prayer. We'll take a, a little break from the uh, reading plan uh, and hop over and do that. So, um, yeah, so just uh, let, let you know about that. Also, the other thing that kind of, and you, many of you have responded already, but thank you uh, in advance. Uh, so because sometimes things change just with programming and when I'm going to be on and when I'm not and uh, mixing things up occasionally and a good way to stay connected throughout the summer uh, is through email. So I'm creating an email database of uh, morning podcast people. So I'm not going to inundate you with emails. I promise, I promise, I promise. I don't want to do that and you don't want to receive that. Um, and so it's just for communication issues, just for like programming changes, things that you would want to know about as a, uh, as a, a participant and member of the daily podcast. So just email me if you want to be a part of that database, that list to keep the communication be in the loop, then just email me at Bible study podcast, 2020 at gmail.com Bible study podcast, 2020 at gmail.com and just say, Hey, put me on the list. And so many of you've already responded to that. We've built, we built a pretty good list already. Uh, once uh, give give another week or so for to get that, then I'll send out the first email, and uh, they'll just keep us all in the loop so that if things change throughout the summer, uh, you'll know what's happening. You also know when we start back up in the fall. Uh, so if you fall out of the loop, the email will help you kind of know when we start back up. So, all right, you guys. Well, um, now on to today's business. <laughs> on to today's business, and today's business 
is uh, Deuteronomy chapter 8, James chapter 1, and Luke chapter 11. Uh, Deuteronomy 8, James 1, Luke 11. Welcome, everybody. You know what we do? We read. We pray. We change the world. All right, let's do it. Uh, Deuteronomy chapter 8, welcome. Good morning, Kelly. Good morning, Marianne. Good morning, Joseph, Deborah. Welcome. Uh, Deuteronomy 8, 11 through 20. Uh, be careful that you do not forget the Lord your God, failing to observe his commands. Talking about when you get into the promised land, right? His laws, his decrees that I'm giving you this day. Otherwise, when you eat and are satisfied, when you build fine houses and settle down, when you herd, when you when your herds and flocks grow large and your silver and gold increase, and all you have is multiply. So things are going well for you. Buy a house, you settle down, your investments are growing. They ain't growing right now. Man, last year, whoo, investments are down, way down. Don't even look, guys. Don't even look. Don't look at it. Um, but yeah, you're talking about those good, the good days when God is a blessing and uh, things are going well with you, verse 14. Then your heart will become proud. Mm. You look around, you're like, man, I got a nice place. I uh, got some security in the bank. Um, got to live in a nice neighborhood. Look what I did. Mm. You'll become proud, and you will forget the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. He led you through the vast and dreadful wilderness, that thirsty and waterless land with its venomous snakes and scorpions. He brought you water out of a hard rock. He gave you manna to eat in the wilderness, something your ancestors had never known, to humble and test you so that in the end it might go well with you. You may say to yourself, my power and the strength of my hands have produced this wealth for me. Verse 18, but remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you the ability to produce wealth and so confirms his covenant, which he swore to your ancestors as it is already. Man, that's a great remember for us today, right? Great, great, great uh, message to remember today. Um, everything we have is a gift from God. And it is, we are so prone to forget, right? We're so prone to forget. Uh, we need to be reminded. That's why the whole thing of Deuteronomy is remember, right? Remember, remember, remember. Yeah, so Pastor Tim preaching on remembering. I like it. You got to remember. Because uh, like we said yesterday, if you don't, re you, you, can, you learn a lot of lessons through life. You learn a lot of lessons through the wilderness. But we're prone to forget the lessons we learn in the wilderness when we get to the promised land. That's why we have to be reminded, because we get to these things. Good things go well with us. We, we get a little bit of uh, stability. We get a little bit of, of wealth. We get a little bit of security, and we, we get prideful. We think we did it. And all over Scripture, we're reminded that pride, what comes right before you fall? Pride. So when, you, when, when we're feeling, when there's pride, the fall is coming. So how do we prevent that? We, we humble ourselves. We humble ourselves. We give praise and glory to God. We recognize our weakness and his strength. 
man, that might be a good reminder for you. Maybe, maybe some of you, you know, there's a little bit of pride creeping into your heart over a certain area, maybe a certain uh, position you have, maybe a certain uh, status you've uh, uh, acquired. Uh, great reminder for us: humble, humble yourself. You're gonna, you're gonna. Here's the point: you're gonna be humbled one way or the other. You either gonna do it yourself, or you're gonna get humbled. It's much better to do it yourself, right? Just take initiative and humble yourself. You're going to get humbled because we're just flesh and bone. We're just, we're human. We're mortal. We have belly buttons and belly button lint. You do. Yes, you do. It's gross, but you have it too. Uh, you know, you get eye boogers. You know, how, how awesome are you if you get eye boogers? You're not all that. You got to stay humble. <laughs> um, you know, <laughs> yeah, you humble yourself. Uh, if you ever forget the Lord your God, here's a warning. If you ever forget the Lord your God and you follow other gods and you worship and bow down to them, I testify against you today that you will surely be destroyed. 100% facts. That's true of a person. That's true of a family. It's true of a nation. That's true of a church. If you, a denomination, if you ever forget the Lord your God and you follow after other gods and you bow down to them, the gods of the culture, the gods of, of, uh, that are popular, you bow down to other gods, it will eventually destroy you. You will be destroyed. Just like the nations that the Lord destroyed before you, you will be destroyed for not obeying the Lord your God. You're not exempt from destruction if you disobey the Lord. That's what he's saying. It's you, you reap what you sow. And if we, you sow um, um, sinfulness and ungodliness and idolatry, you're going to reap what that kind of stuff brings. You plant those seeds, you eat that fruit. Mm. So we want to we plant seeds of righteousness and goodness and, and, and uh, obedience to the Lord our God because we want to we reap the fruit of righteousness. Yeah, let's jump over to James. Yeah, this, I mean, James is about all about practical, man, like living it out. James chapter 1, verses 16 through 27. Welcome, everybody. Man, I'm so glad you guys are on today. I mean, I'm telling you, I'm so glad. And you guys are so being so nice to each other on Facebook over there, liking each other's good morning posts. That's awesome. I mean, somebody says good morning, and the people are like, click, 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 click. So glad. It's awesome. So much love. Spreading the love. All right, here we go. Uh, also, podcast people, welcome. Uh, where are we? What did I say? Luke chapter 1, 16 through 27. All right, 16. Do not be deceived, my dear brothers and sisters. Every good and perfect gift is from above. Oh, that's a highlightable one right there. You get, your little, get your little marker. Highlight that. That's a good one. That's a good one. Every good and perfect gift is from above coming down from the Father of heavenly lights, who does not change like the shifting shadows. That's the root. Man, it goes right along with Deuteronomy, right? Don't forget every good and perfect gift. Uh, yeah, Sunday we talked about you know making a list. Like if you want to just make a list, uh, it's a good way to to rest. It's a good way to celebrate. Good way to replenish. To to make a list of all the things that you're thankful for, all your the blessings in your life. Take a piece of paper or in your journal. Just write down the things that you're thankful for. And then write a one-sentence thank you note to God. You think about, I have a house. I have food. I have a job. 
I have family. I have health. I have vision. I can hear. I have a car. I have a community. I have a wonderful church. Write a thank, one, one sentence thank you note to God for each of those things. God, I want to thank you for an awesome church family that laughs together, grows together, challenges each other. I want to, I thank you, Lord, for that. Yeah. Because what? Every good and perfect gift comes from above, from the Father of heavenly lights. Verse 18, he chose to give us birth through the word of truth that we might be a kind of first fruits of all he created. Did you know that child of God, that as a child of God, as a, as a, as a Christian, you are, a, you are first fruits, as it were, of all he's created. And James is speaking even kind of like in the first century, they were the first kind of batch, <laughs> the first batch of Christians. You know, hey, let's whip up a bat. God, God the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Hey, let's let's whip up a batch of Christians. And uh, uh, and so the early the church, the early church was the first batch. First batch. Hmm, they came out pretty good, and uh, they were the first fruits of all the Christians that would come. Uh, and there are still thousands and thousands of people daily who are bending their knee to the Lord Jesus Christ. So in some sense, we still are the first fruits of all he's created. Yeah. Verse 19. My dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen. Hmm. Quick to listen. Slow to speak. And slow to become angry. Because human anger does not produce the righteousness that God requires. Mm, that's always good. Like, uh, I had someone. You ever, you ever talked to? I over the years, it's been many years ago, but I, I, um, I knew someone who had 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 just enough counseling to be dangerous. They had they'd received just enough counseling, and somehow all they heard was that I have a right to be angry. That's all they understood. That's all they heard. I have a right to be angry, and they kind of got stuck there. Like, I have a right to be angry. You don't have a right to have un, You don't have a right to have human anger. If there's, a God, if there's a godly and a righteous indignation, sure. And you can, I mean, you can be angry. I don't mean to say you can't get angry. It's a, human, a human, God-given human emotion. But you can't get stuck in anger. You got, you got to continue to heal and move on. You can't stay angry. Um, and the truth is, human anger does not produce the righteousness that God requires. We think about Jesus turning over the money changers in the temple. Jesus was angry. No doubt about it. There was a righteous indignation. What was it? Ba- it was based. It was flowed out of a desire to see God's will done, and what drove that anger was that there was something that was there was a violation against the law of God. It was a righteous indignation. It was a righteous anger. It wasn't a human nature. What is it? What is human? Human anger is based on an offense to our pride, generally. And righteous indignation, anger, righteous anger is usually based on something that is an offense to God. And we feel it. That's not right. That's an offense to God. Um, so, you know, so when we're angry, what's the anger rooted in? Is it re- rooted in uh, we didn't get what we wanted? James will talk about that later, that a lot of our anger is based in we, we want something, we didn't get it. <laughs> or is our anger based in something that has to do with the Lord? 
because human anger does not produce the righteousness of God that God desires. Verse 21. Verse 21. Therefore, get rid of all moral filth. Hmm. Your moral filth. Get rid of that moral filth. And the evil that is so prevalent and humbly accept the word planted in you, which can save you. Wow. Hmm. Man, did you know that the word of God that is planted in you, the word of the gospel that is planted in you and me, it, it will, it can, and it will save us, and it will, it will overgrow the moral filth that is a part of the human nature. Praise be to God, that it will, it will, it will, through the work of the Holy Spirit, the moral filth that it just sort of attaches to our sinful nature is scrubbed clean, and we begin to desire and love and grow towards the things that produce righteousness and goodness, the things that God desires. How many of you know you cannot do that on your own? You can't. It's impossible. We need, and it takes, it requires the Holy Spirit. It takes the gospel seed planted deep in us, and as we water it and let it grow and flourish, it, it, it is it uh it rids us of the moral filth that is so prevalent uh, in human nature. Hmm. Yeah. Verse twenty two. Do not merely listen to the word. Well, remember that other part. First two. So some of us maybe the word for us today. Word for us today is that verse nineteen that we should be we today. Let's be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. Right. Let's be uh let's be quick quick, quick to listen. God gave you two ears, one mouth. Use them proportionately. Uh, listen twice as much as you speak. And be slow to become angry. Verse 22. Do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. Hmm. James, do what James is saying here. It's, a, it's, it's deceptive to just listen to the word and think that that alone is making you holy. Mm. You got to do it. You can't just listen to the word. Like just listening to sermons doesn't make you holy. Just listening to even just listening to the word of God being read or preached doesn't make you holy. It gives you the tools to then go apply what you've learned, right? So that's why we read, we pray, then we go and change the world, right? We don't just we don't just read, we don't just pray, but then we go and change the world. We app, we apply we app, we app it. <laughs> we apply it. You know, sometimes when you talk, you just mess words. English is hard, people. English is hard. Verse 23. Anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like someone who looks at his face in the mirror and says, ooh, you got a pimple. No, that ain't what it says. That ain't what it says. I'm just seeing if y'all listening. Just seeing if y'all listening this morning. Just checking. How many of you? I just made you chuckle. Don't lie. How many of you? I just made you chuckle. You weren't you weren't ready. You were drinking your coffee. You weren't ready, and you chuckled. I know. I know. Um, where are we? Anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says, like someone who looks at his face in the mirror and after looking at himself, goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. You go to the mirror. That's what the Word of God does. It's like a mirror, right? It looks back at you, gives you gives you a reflection of what you're looking at. 
It's like going to the mirror and you see a big old piece of lettuce in your teeth. And you just turn right around and just carry on. <laughs> the mirror helped you see it. Now you got to deal with it. You got to get rid of it. You got to fix it. Man, I don't know about you, but I, I'm thankful for a friend who at lunch will go, hey, you got something right there. You got something right there. Don't you got, don't you, don't you, don't you appreciate those friends? Now they ain't gotta be all noxious about it. They ain't gotta be like all embarrassing. Man, you got something nasty up in your teeth. They ain't gotta do all that. But a friend who'll just go, hey, 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 T Row, right here. Okay. Thanks, man. Yeah. I, thank you. Thank you. Because you know everybody like, oh Lord, look at that thing in his teeth. Man, somebody's gotta help that boy out. Come on, y'all. Ooh, who's gonna say something? Who's gonna say something? <laughs> I just assume someone say, hey, 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 hey. Right here. Yeah. Okay, cool. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Same way with the word of God. Word of God points out things in our lives that need correcting. We say thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for pointing that out. I need to, I need to work on that. Yeah, don't just walk around with the lettuce in your teeth. <laughs> you, you ain't got time. You don't, it's you know what I mean? I mean, people don't want to look at that. Fix it. Uh, but whoever looks intently into the perfect law that gives freedom and continues in it, not forgetting what they've heard, but doing it, they will be blessed in what they do. Yeah, there's blessing in obeying the Lord. Those who consider themselves religious and yet do not keep a tight rein on their tongues. Oh, man. Mm. Well, okay, let's just stop this right now. I'll turn this off. I ain't got time. I don't want to hear all this. No, we need to hear this, right? We need to hear this. Those who consider themselves religious and yet do not keep a tight rein on their tongues deceive themselves, and their religion is worthless. We've got to watch what we say, man. We've got to watch what we say. We've got to watch what we say to people and to others and about people and about others. Um, we've got to be careful that our language hasn't become us, them, man. You know, where we talk about those people, that, that kind, they, them. And, and we, start we start dehumanizing people. We start talking about people that are uh, in a way that's not wholesome and, and whole and healthy and honest. Uh, we start creating these caricatures of people that, are, that isn't accurate. Uh, you know, someone different political opinions than you, different theological opinions than you, different um, background, whatever, skin color, whatever, just different from you. And you start talking about them and, 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 and they. Uh, and you got to make sure you're, you got to keep that, you got to keep the talk wholesome on that, man. Um, got to watch our tongue because religion that, uh, that doesn't, isn't able to uh, clean, clean up what you say is a worthless religion. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. Any religion, any walk with, with, uh, any, any faith walk that is unable to clean up what you say the what's coming out of your mouth, then it's, uh, it's ineffective. The truth is, if, Jesus, if God can raise Jesus from the dead, can raise a lifeless body from the dead, then he can clean up our filthy, filthy mouths. <laughs> Come on, y'all. If, if, if God can raise Jesus from the dead, he can clean up your little stinky mouth. Mm -hmm. He can do it. He can do it. Um, 
verse 27, religion that God our Father accepts as pure and faithless is this, to look after orphans and widows in their distress and to keep oneself from being polluted by the world. Wow. I love that because that's a combination of uh, compassion, outward compassion and, and godliness and inward holiness, right? What is, what is the kind of religion that pleases God? The kind that looks after orphans and widows is cared about other people, those in need, and can keep you from being polluted by the world. It works on the outside and the inside. Come on, somebody. Yeah. True religion. True religion is the kind that works on the outside and the inside. That's the kind we need to live out, the kind that does both. It scrubs on the inside and on the outside. Gets rid of the moral filth on the inside and the moral filth on the outside. All right, what are we doing? Luke, Luke chapter 11. So glad you guys are on today. Welcome, everybody. Man, good word today, huh? There's a lot of good stuff in the Bible, you know that? Um, Luke 11, 1 through 13. Here we go. Now, a man named Lazarus was sick. He was from Bethany. Speaking of raising someone from the, from the dead, look at this. Look at this. We're about to read about it. Now, now a man named there was a man named Lazarus was sick. Was sick. He was from Bethany, the village of Mary and her sister Martha. This Mary was whose brother Lazarus was now lay sick. Was the same one who poured perfume on the Lord and wiped his feet with her hair. So the sisters sent word to Jesus, Lord, the one you love is sick. When he heard this, Jesus said, "This sickness will not end in death." Nor, no, it is for God's glory so that God's Son may be glorified through it. I'm sorry. I'm in Luke. I'm in John. Thanks, Pastor Tim. I'm in the wrong, long, wrong verse. I mean, I need to be in Luke. Mm. Skip that. Forget that ever happened. We're not reading about resurrection. <laughs> Luke chapter 11. Here we go. This sounds better. This is right. I mean, that was going to sound good too. I'm not going to lie. Uh, here we go. This is about prayer. About prayer. All right. How are we doing on time? All right. Yeah, we got it. All right. One day, Jesus was praying in a certain place. When he had finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray, just as John, John taught his disciples. He said to them, when you pray, say, Father, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, for as we also forgive everyone who sins against us, and lead us not into temptation. Then Jesus said to them, Suppose you have a friend, and you go to him at midnight and say, Friend, lend me three loaves of bread, and a friend of mine on a journey has come to me, and I have no food to offer them. And suppose the one inside answers, Don't bother me. The door is already locked, and my children and I are in bed. I can't get up and give you anything. I tell you, even though he will not get up and give you the bread because of your friendship, yet because of your shameless audacity, he will surely get up and give you as much as you need. So I say to you, ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and the one who seeks finds, and the one who knocks, the door will be opened. Which of you fathers, if your son asks for a fish, will give him a snake instead? Or if he asks for an egg, will give him a scorpion? 
If you then, who are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? Wow. Wow. Beautiful. Beautiful teaching on prayer there, right? That uh, this The audacity, this idea of being persistent in prayer. Like even a, a, a friend who doesn't want to be bothered in the middle of the night, if you just stick with it, they're going to they're gonna respond to your need. How much more will our Heavenly Father respond to our persistence in prayer? I mean, what father, when their son asks for food, is going to give them a snake? Who, what, what father, when they, their, their child asks for a scrambled egg, is going to give them a scorpion? No, he's going to give them good gifts. How much more, then, does our Father give good gifts? Every good and perfect gift comes down from the Father of heavenly lights. Wow. It's a great reminder. All right, you guys, time to pray. Thanks so much for being on today. Let's pray together. Lord, thank you so much for your holy word. Thank you for all the good and perfect gifts you deposit into our lives. We say thank you, and we know they all come from you. So God, as we spent time in your word today, help us to be not only hearers of the word, but also doers. Lord, let us not be those who look into a mirror and see the needs in our lives and the ways that we need to uh, do better and just forget it and walk away and be the same. No, uh, we, we choose to apply your word, to allow your word to, to, to take root and to set up in our lives and to empower us to live lives of godliness and righteousness, not only inward, but also outward. Lord, I pray your blessing upon each of my friends today, whatever they have going on today. May they sense your peace and power and courage. Lord, help us to go out today and uh, be good witnesses and examples of those who've been changed uh, by your glorious Holy Spirit. Lord, thank you for this time together. We give you thanks for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you today. Thank you so much for being on. Again, if you uh, want to be a part of the kind of communication list, be sure to email me at BibleStudyPodcast2020 at gmail.com and just say, hey, I want to be on the list. Um, Bible Study Podcast 2020 at gmail.com. Thanks so much for subscribing to this, liking this, sharing this, all of those things, leaving a comment. Really appreciate it. You guys are awesome. We'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you for joining us today on Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's show. If this episode has been an encouragement to you, please help us by spreading the word about the podcast. You can do that by giving us a thumbs up, subscribing, and sharing it with your friends. You can also find me, Pastor Terry, as well as Bayside Church in Safety Harbor, Florida, on all social media platforms. The church you will find at Bayside Church SH. Again, thank you for being with us today and for sharing this podcast with your friends. Until next time, remember, God's word is true. Everything else is merely commentary. God bless you. We'll see you next time.